The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by The Free House. As long as snow is on the ground, they'll have snow globes on the patio. Book this unique winter dining experience by the hour by calling The Free House. Full menu is available along with some unique winter cocktails and food items. Dawn, have you ever seen Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome? Are you kidding me? Of course I have. Well, if they had the patio domes that <laughs> the Freehouse has right now, yeah. Tina Turner would have been in a much better mood in that movie. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I think you're so right. Now, this is a unique dining experience that they have at the Freehouse all winter long. That's right. As long as there's snow on the ground, you can rent these patio domes. Dawn and I, we're not kidding. This is so cool. Maybe you have a date. Maybe you have a unique, I don't know, family event that you want to spice up. You can rent these patio domes by the hour. They're heated. You can get their full menu in the domes. And you can even get some special items as well. This would be a really cool date kind of thing. Don't you think, Dawn? Oh, absolutely. Wait until at least the third date, and then you might get lucky. (laughs) Maybe the fourth. Maybe we can recommend this for the next second chance romance that goes awry. Yes. We'll say, hey, maybe you'll get along better at the Freehouse Patio Domes. Maybe. I don't know. You can book these again by the hour. And again, the full menu is available, plus some special items as well. For more information, call the Freehouse. Quite frankly, I don't give a damn. Thank you, Tan Mom. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on MyTalk 1071 and live streaming around the universe at MyTalk1071.com and a little bit later in our fabulous podcast. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day when she's not threatening to leave me to become a professional Etch-A-Sketch artist, ladies and gentlemen, Dawn McLean. Yeah, it's there, and then it's gone, and then I move on. Good morning, Jason. <laughs> Good morning, Dawn. Good morning, Stephanie. Good morning. And Kenny. Well, That's hello. right. And good morning to all of you on this Wednesday, January 8th, 2020. Coming up on 6.03. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to your life. You woke up alive. Congratulations on that one. Uh, Welcome to National Argyle Day. Welcome to National Bubble Bath Day. Welcome to National English Toffee Day. Welcome to National Joy Germ Day. Welcome to National Winter Skin Relief Day. And welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. How the hell is your coffee? Your cup of coffee. How the hell is your coffee, Don McLean? I put uh, one and a half bags of decaf oh. in the in the machine. Uh, Living so, large. Yeah, it's great. I've also have some water here today too. Fantastic. Always <laughs> important to keep yourself hydrated, yeah. especially during these winter months with dry skin and all. Yeah. Hans- Hansen. Uh, one, two, three beverages lined up. Oh, my goodness. One of them's kind of funny. I found a bottle of water in a suitcase from Mexico last year, so I'm oh, going to oh, 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 drink the no. year-old Mexican water. No! It'll be all right. It's still sealed. And <laughs> Just then I let her do a- it. Okay. Kenny's laughing. Can I you do an experiment on stuff? <laughs> yes. Can, can you let us know when you begin drinking that? Yes, just so okay. that you can, yeah. It's Monitor. the final countdown. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, how's your coffee this morning? Wickedly wonderful and filled with joyous germs, mm. whatever they oh. are. Oh, wow. It's a joyous germ day, yeah. Jason. What, what is, is that? that? 
Um, joyous joyous germ day. Let me see here. Um, like something joyous- germinated? Um, on January 8th, National Joy Germ Day annually reminds people across the country that by being positive and treating people with kindness, they can influence those around them and pass that positive attitude on to others. When we share good moods, we impact the lives of people around us. I feel And those Ill. people become infected with the same positive joy and spread it to everyone. Dawn, I have to apologize because I have done just the opposite this morning. She came in here and I just went off on Twitter mansplaining know-it-alls. <laughs> and I go, oh, I totally yes. get it. We, and we've been, got our own on the show. I've we been get sitting it. here seething and typing oh. responses and then backspace, backspace, backspace. and uh, Oh, man. I, uh, it's funny that you said that. I had to block a couple people. and, and I'm not joking, <laughs> yeah. Dawn. I, I barely engaged because I just didn't have the energy. But um, it all stemmed from... There was a resolution, I guess. Um, there yes. was a there was a settlement. We were tagged. I was tagged on that. Yeah, we you were, were tagged. All tagged. Yeah, there was a settlement uh, with that high school kid. Remember the one that stared down the protester? I do. Um, at in D.C. and he was yes. wearing a "Make America Great Again" the native, hat. He stared down the Native American right. guy. Yes, and I I never. <laughs> And this was another, I learned two lessons from this episode. My social media, I purposely stay away from anything divisive. Um, That's because that's not what I do in my jobs. Um, I don't even have a secret account. I I know a lot of people in this business that have secret accounts that get to spew off on whatever. And I'm envious of those people, but I don't even have that. Anyway, I never step out of that pond or I should say, rarely do I ever step out of that pond. If it's something about bullying, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Of course. Then if it's, you know, if it's, if it's something dealing with the LGBTQ community where, uh, you know, I hate to use this as an example, you know, there's a vicious attack or something. I'll use my platform for good in that arena. However, I do not tweet about politics, uh, anything. I, I retweeted the, the first couple hours of that story, uh, was a, a fever pitch moment, and I I don't know what got in me, but I retweeted a story that was rather negative toward the group of of uh, teens, and I didn't, as the guy guys have said I did. I didn't go off on the quote kid on the, I shouldn't say quote they were kids they are, they are kids. Yeah. I didn't go off on the kids. But I did show my disappointment. I was very measured in what I wrote. It was long ago. I can't remember exactly what I said. But I was rather measured. I know better. Believe me. I know better. Um, Well, here's the deal with that story, Jason. They didn't report the rest of the facts um, when it happened. And we all did that. I did, too. And then I started learning more and more about what was going on around that protest. And there were other protesters there, uh, some actually very vile protesters. And that kid and those group of, of kids were just trying to get in between one group of protesters and another trying to keep things calm. But that's not how it was presented to us, no. and we all went off, uh, me included. Yeah, because I, I I found it highly disrespectful yes. to the to the to the elder oh, to the elder. It and, was awful. 
but it was a lesson no matter what really happened, no matter what this camera caught, no matter what this camera caught, um, I will say I did learn a lesson uh, for myself, and I own this, and I and I did own it a couple days after when we learned more. I no longer jump on the Twitter bandwagon within the first few hours of any story. Yep. That was a good lesson for media folks. Oh, yeah. That was a good lesson for just normal folks. I I learned a I learned a great lesson uh, that day, and I admit that I I I called myself on it on this show. Uh, well, about a week after when we started learning more about it. However, I bring this all up because here we are. This It's a divisive topic to begin with. But speaking of Twitter, yesterday there was a settlement with this young man and his family with CNN, um, I, I guess. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know the validity of the, of the story. So, um, But there was a settlement. Well, there were two guys that I think hate me to begin with. And goodness gracious, no, 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 I'm not kidding, because out of all of the people that retweeted that day, and I mean the millions of people that retweeted that day, and mine was rather innocuous by comparison, they remembered that I tweeted that day, and this guy, this one particular guy, attacked me he did a fire jason hashtag and i'm like okay you don't like cancel culture and then here you are projecting it unfairly to me and i just kind of rolled my and i blocked him because there's no winning a twitter argument like that so i blocked him and i was just like dude i believe me i checked myself immediately afterwards whatever and then another guy did it a couple and then i blocked him and this the second guy cracked me up he goes you block people without explanation i'm like <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> hell yes oh, i do that's I hysterical know. like that you're was gonna, one of the lines yeah excuse me sir before i block you i'd like to give you an explanation he, about your douchebaggery the second guy really did say he goes you're a, it was hashtag jason's a horrible person hashtag fire jason and oh, they tagged man, wow. uh fox nine they tagged yes. you two. Yes. They tagged uh, my other company, um, the, the Innocent Biscuit Place. Yeah. <laughs> we got them involved. Sorry, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm sitting in my shop yesterday afternoon reading all this and seething and once again typing and then deleting and typing and deleting. Finally, I just responded to the guy, uh, and I didn't tag any of you, but I responded to him with something I found on da- Daily Stoic. It's it's a Twitter <laughs> account that I follow. That, uh, I find helps keep Kenny calm. And uh, the quote is, put an end once for all this discussion of what a good man should be and be one. By, oh. by Marcus oh, wow. Aurelius. Yeah, he's an old philosopher. Yes, he is. And uh, that's all I tweeted out, and uh, it's received no responses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that quote, though. But, no, I saw that pop up. and like, why is this coming up again? And yeah. I'm like, these guys must really dislike me. Because out of all of the media, and the, the first guy goes, even though you're not a real journalist. And I was like, <laughs> dude. You obviously don't listen or watch my shows because I have never, I have never pretended to be a journalist. I'm not a journalist. I'm a host. I'm like, I, I'm a goofball. I'm an idiot. I mean, come on. It's it, it was anyway. Imagine yeah. what that feels like. Just for a second, not to. Oh, like, I know what you're going to say. No. Well, yeah. Imagine what it feels like to be that human being and be carrying something like that instance. Yes. Which, Jason, I thought you described it really well because I had the same reaction, and I think a lot of journalists did. And about yes. like getting the context of the whole yes. story and 
I felt horrible. Yes. Having a larger lens on something, right? I'm such a news nerd, and me too. I, I fell for that. Well, and, we all did, and it, and I had to, and it was with the other show on the podcast, and I had to go back on the air and say, "Oh, I was wrong. I yeah. was very wrong. I'm sorry." But that's and, and think, we all learned a lesson. It's yeah, a human. Th- yes, and and think about what it feels like for these people that have carried that this whole time, that anger, that that's rage inside them, yeah. and and have a list of who wronged or who it's just sort of sad well but i do feel i i i i can i hear them and we got to go but i just to uh put a bow on this i the frustration i understand isn't necessarily just about me no when 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 that is happening those two those two guys what I hear from them is they all they feel like they're being ignored and misrepresented by the quote media at large, and I am just one of I am part of that quote right. unquote media. So it's not just about me. There have been years for those guys that they feel like they've been re- misrepresented or um, that I have contempt for them, um, and they don't know me. They don't know what's in my heart, so that it's not fair. But I I. I hear them. I, I I try to I try to put myself in their shoes and not take it personal, which is very hard for me. I'm a sensitive guy, but when they're attacking me, I'm like, okay, what is this really about? What what, what are the, what is their attack about me really about? You know, fire me. Uh, the I'm a horrible person. Right. They do not feel heard by people like me, quote unquote, people in the media, and I'm just an ingredient of that. Um, they don't know me personally, so they can't say I'm a horrible person. But I know what that means, and I and I try to check myself with that. Which is sort of the irony to me of this whole conversation, right? Because I'm over there going, "What a loser! Who cares? Who cares about their <laughs> thoughts? Like, who takes time to say mean things to people?" I think I'm closer to Jason. Things affect. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, uh, I, yeah I, I, I'm, I, I'm too I, emotional, and I'm yeah, just. Yeah. The f- hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know, I love good food, and that is what I love. About Factor. It's fresh, never frozen meals that are chef crafted, dietitian approved, and get this all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash JAPOD50 and use code JAPOD50 to get 50% off. That's code JAPOD50 at factormeals.com slash JAPOD50 to get 50% off. Fill in, girl, so I don't have to live with this crap daily, you know? I just right, like, you, no, you, don't don't like, you, gonna go you send something mean to Jason and he's like, oh yeah, I agree that Hanson, but she will get us talking. Move on. Yeah, no, I love it. Okay, we got to go. We'll be back after this stay with us i love carbs do you jason i love bread yes and you know what i'm on the livia program and i can actually have bread you can yeah it's just don't eat 12 english muffins that's kind of the rule don't eat four pieces of bread for each meal don't eat entirely semi-truck full of bread (laughs) right and you can't expect to lose weight on a program like that they have registered dietitians at livia they have uh nutritionists they look at your day and they go what's coming up this week 
and they will help me devise a plan because I can't do that on my own. No, and they can pinpoint challenge areas and help you with those challenge areas. Yes. So go to Livia.com or call 855-GO-LIVIA to join their eight-week challenge and get your first eight weeks free when you mention my talk or Dawn. And go in and you're going to feel so much better about yourself because you know what? You don't need to be miserable anymore, right? Can I wrap up this commercial like this? Yeah. I love Livia! <laughs> what in the world did Stephanie Hansen see on the roads? Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk with 071. You just heard Kenny with the 620 traffic alert. Think uh, Hansen needed an alert. What did you see on the roads okay. that freaked you out? You guys, you know how you see someone driving... And you think like, oh, they must be texting or something because right. it's not drunk time. It's like the middle of the day or the morning. And this yeah. gal was driving and she was just kind of erratic. And I was thinking like, what's going on with her? All of a sudden I look and in the back window is a cat. And it's like walking back and forth <laughs> in the back window. I, it's crawling up on her like in the driver's seat. It's two, sis. Yeah. I, it was crazy i'm like okay how could you possibly focus on driving with your cat, cat no just roaming like, all over the inside of the cab of the car like we were in, in the 60s and 70s just kind of floating around yes, the children yeah. Yeah. i remember that yeah. <laughs> uh. oh it was so weird i'm just like who the does that such a dumb skit it was just perfect it was hilarious it was so, awesome. so stupid yes, but great it was awesome yeah oh that's so distracting yeah. when i would take my cats to the vet i had to have them in their little carriers oh yeah, yeah. Cats aren't like dogs they don't like no. car rides we would no. put them in pillowcases <laughs> what? that's what the vet would tell you to do a pillowcase because we didn't have cat carriers in the Hansen, 70s don't, don't say that out loud you'll no. get em- no yes. in the 70s well oh, that's 70s. what you did we were taking them to the vet they oh. would tell you to put him in a pillowcase. Uh, it reminds me of my farmer ancestors who mm-hmm. used a bur- burlap sack, and that's where I'm going to stop. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know the rest of that story. I was advised by a farmer yes. to do that yeah. with some kittens. You got to thin the herd there, son. Yeah, no. Oh, well, uh, I was trying to do the right thing. I was taking him to the vet. <laughs> so yesterday, did you? Is uh, Kitty shaving? Let's go to that. Is he? Uh, <laughs> that's, uh, yeah. No, what, what, Kitty? Did you do anything? Did did you motion at her or uh, give her the look? No, or? I was so stunned. I I was so stunned. Like if someone's texting, I might like give them a like, come on, like the hand or something. <laughs> right. But no, right. I was just so stunned. And and then I tried to take a picture, and then that <laughs> oh, was equally stupid oh, no, because no, no, yeah, no, it's no. like you focus on your driving. And as soon as I picked up my phone to try to take the picture. I admonished myself okay. and was like, get a grip. Yeah. You're going to be okay here. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. who drives with their cat in the, like, it was all over the car. No wonder she yeah. couldn't focus. It was kind well, of a if, young woman, too. And what if the cat freaks out and, like, yeah. jumps in your lap and, and, and scratches your you eye to, out or something? Yeah. You know what I mean? What if he, what if he goes all church pet cemetery on you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is like the worst. Thank you, Don. Scary fake cat in that movie. Church? Yes. Just terrible. The the old the original church Colin 
um, when he was a kid, they had a gray cat that looked like Church from the original <laughs> Pet Cemetery. Oh. So they named him Church. Oh, that's funny. Um, yeah. And oh, that was a scary cat girl. Oh, that the, the original Pet Cemetery movie from like 89. That, oh, that was a demonic looking kitty. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, I don't like that at all. No, no. <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry. Well, that happened. So, I know. Uh, the other yeah. weird thing I have, like, have you, do you guys look at people in cars when you're driving and they're doing all weird the time? Things? Yes. So yeah. texting's one, but you also I've seen crack pipe. Oh. I've now we've a cat. There's a lot of breakfast eating and I'm kind of guilty of that like people that have two hands on their cereal bowl with the milk. Steering with your knees. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I've never seen that. I saw someone eating a bowl of cereal in oh, Dallas. Yeah. I got as far away from that girl as possible because I yes. knew she was going to wreck and then sure enough I look back and there's like an eight car pileup. Oh, yeah, really? Really? Yeah. She wrecked everybody. Wow. Yeah, wow. I'm like, oh, I dodged that bullet. Yes, you did. My Talk 1071 is a proud partner of Destination Winter Skate St. Paul, featuring Wells Fargo Winter Skate. Hey, if you use your Wells Fargo credit or debit card, you can rent the skates for free. More information can be found on our website. We're going to take a break. When we come back, sad news for retail. Dawn has that next. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. 631 is the time of Jace with Dawn and Steph and Kenny. Thanks for being here. We appreciate it. We really do. Hope your morning's going well. Uh, a lot of business, weird uh, kind of pop culture business news, especially for uh, in the retail category. Some of uh, the stores that we grew up with are being added to the list of uh, goners. R.I.P. Don, who's who's closing? Well, some some of them are fighting for their lives, like Sears Forever <laughs> 21, which isn't like a staple of our childhood, but still, yeah. we thought that was just going to be around forever. <laughs> That's the title. Uh, yeah. Macy's is closing at least 19 stores in the next couple of months, and they're not releasing or saying how many more, but it's 19? confirmed. Yeah, they're thinking um, closer to like a couple dozen or higher. Now, the one that's shocking to me is Pier 1 announced on Monday its plans to close up to 450 locations. Uh, that's almost half. They have 942 stores. So, wow. 450 Pier 1 locations going away. There's one on Grand Avenue that I know is closing in St. Paul. Ooh. Do you remember going there like when you got your first apartment? Yeah, yes. and like that was where you got your rugs, you got your like little knickknacks, your your placemats, your wine glasses, absolutely really cute stuff. Uh huh. I I got my fur. It wasn't. What do they call those giant chairs? They're not. They're not couches. Papa Doms. Yes, I got one of those too. <laughs> I did too in my first like grown up big boy apartment. Yes. I, what is it? It's like a. It's a Papa Dom. Th- yeah. It's like a. Wicker basket oh, with like a, a giant pumpkin yes. cushion okay. in it. I know. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That. Was I mean, my where fir- else are you going to get those? Well, yeah. When you're in your twenties, that's about all you can afford. I couldn't afford a real couch, you can, and I slept on that thing. Your friends can sleep in them. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. right. Curl up like a cat. Yeah, that's what I. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's it. Is that was that's where I went. That's what you could afford. I mean, it was like affordable, cool. Mm-hmm. You know. I but, do know sad though it is sad i don't know i mean i i would think that and that you're not was gonna pretty... order that on amazon the uh the Papa no Dom. oh gosh no no so that i yeah I, I i i would think pier one your crate and barrels would be 
kind of inoculated from the retail apocalypse, but I guess not. Because it's the kind of store that you almost had to go in and like look around because you always found something good when you went to look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Online sales like Wayfair is huge. Yeah, I've bought some stuff from them. See, I think everybody I know has bought some stuff from them, and that's why Pier 1 is closing. Yeah, like, um, I think I bought stools. And they have an inordinate them. amount of stools, bar stools. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ikea, I mean, it's just they're taking over. I mean. Can, can you hear the radio ad in the 80s, Jason? Stools, stools, stools. <laughs> we got your stools. <laughs> <laughs> Lowest prices in town on the highest stools around. <laughs> stools, stools, stools. <laughs> you know, Macy's closing stores is just, that's sad to me because of the Macy's Day Parade and the, the legacy of Macy's in New York City, you know, I just want that to succeed. Dawn, I I love your sentiment. I feel like my heart was already crushed when Dayton Hudson closed here locally, so... I get that, yeah. I I feel like I've already suffered that trauma once. So you're not going to be attached to Macy's? No, I never could get attached to them. I always felt like they ruined my Dayton's, Uh and it has no logical thought process behind it. I think a lot of people it. think that way in this town especially. Yeah, I just, yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Macy's. Hmm. Except they do have a good brand, that INC brand. I used to like their clothes. They were a little, um, what's the word? How would I describe these clothes? A, a little uh, zestier than the norm. So they were good nightclub clothes. Oh. <laughs> zippered those, front tops for those, and for yeah, those frequent front nights. Yeah, yes. when you, you can unzip that real quick. That's if you need right. To. When you need to go out and have a sort of sassy outfit with, you're like, I'm going to make this down for a those little freak- bit further. For those frequent nights when Hanson's at a nightclub, let's just let's just <laughs> acknowledge <laughs> that. In the day, come on, that was hot. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. See, I went through it twice. I uh, I I was sad moving here. Um, with Dayton's closing, and then because I'm a Chicago boy, Marshall Fields going away devastated oh, yeah. me. Oh, I mean, yeah. it, it's the equivalent to Dayton's here in Minnesota. Um, when Marshall Fields closed, uh, Chicago about there was another Chicago fire. Basically, you almost. guys, what will happen with the Frango Mints? Well, Macy's isn't going away. Okay, they're just closing still... stores, All right, but. Yeah. Yeah, because the, the Frango Mints are from Marshall oh, Fields. That's right, and they're yeah. iconic, and I love them so much. If I couldn't get them, I would be like, oh. That yeah. just made me 100 years old, didn't it? What? That I love my Frango Mints. I don't know what they are. <laughs> <laughs> they're a, a mint. Go ahead, Steph. You're the food person. Well, I was going to say it's like a chocolate-robed mint, um, delicious mm. piece of yummy, okay. savory. I got it. Yeah, enough with the okay. Oof, she hates you know that stuff, right? <laughs> that Don does not like food descriptin uh, descriptive descriptive words about food. what the hell? Yeah, she doesn't. <laughs> I don't. I can't. I can't. She do can't. It, I, she it can't makes me feel it. embarrassed. I feel like oh my god, it's like in, way embarrassing. You more get embar- secondhand embarrassment on food descriptions. Not secondhand. It's it's visceral in my own body. <laughs> like, really? So if I say something's uh, delicious oh, and savory and yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, Stephanie, I know it's your job, but I, I don't know what that is. And oh. I've said this many times on the show. People are probably tired of hearing it, but my friends will call and leave voicemails of just reading <laughs> menus because they know how much it makes me cringe. Oh, yeah. Especially dessert menus. Those are the worst. If you can use the word just for food. Oh, if you can, <laughs> if you, <laughs> if you can't use the word for something else other than food, those are the ones that bother me. <laughs> it, 
like dripping is Creamy. fine. Except, oh, in the context of like, is something's like drizzle. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you should see her, you guys. She like oh, can barely say it. And then she's like got her hand on her forehead. She's leaned uh-huh. over. Oh. Drizzle is no. a good word. Drizzle's a great, yeah. My Papa Bear instincts are kicking in. I feel like I should be protecting her now. And, <laughs> from my words? And chastising you guys for, for doing this. No, uh, okay. I, I know this about it. I, I, I try not to use those, those descriptive words. Um, You've got mail. Uh, Hanson, we have a correction. We're hearing Uh-oh. from a lot of folks on... Uh, it's not a Papa Dom. What is it? Papa Son? No, Son. Oh, close uh, enough. Papa Don, no, a Papa Dom is a lovely Indian flatbread. <laughs> oh, that's um, <laughs> yes, Hanson. of course it is. Or yeah. the competitor to Papa John's that we've never heard of. <laughs> okay, but wait—is it a Papa San? Papa San. Okay, Papa-san. it's close, and it does look. The Papa Dom looks like the Papa San. I was going to say something, but then but I realized can't. I learned the word from my mother. My mom makes up words, so I'm like, well, my mom just made that up. See, it must have been Don, Papa Dot. Me too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Dawn, I thought the same thing. My mom is notorious for that. Yes, and I did want to correct Hanson because I had one, and I'm like, she's saying, but Hanson's smart. I know. I'm like, she knows what the real word is. Not Mary. Yeah. Hanson just keeps going, and I do sounds like words too, and I just don't stop for. Dawn, this is one of my favorite moments in weeks. We both. I I was like, the thought bubble above my head was, do I correct her? Yeah. I hate, I don't like doing that. Like, I no. don't like being a know-it-all and being like, well, actually, it's Papa San. <laughs> People are like, shut up. I'm used to it. Steph March corrects me weekly. <laughs> oh, gosh, Don, oh, that's man. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Papa Zahn, everybody. Papa okay. Zahn. That yeah. looks like a Papa Dom. It does. Is it really? Italian yes. Papa John's. Papa Dom. <laughs> or the Dominatrix version of Papa John's. Oh, God. God. Our listeners are Pizza smart. for Dominatrix. Yeah. Papa Dom. <laughs> <laughs> this took a turn. It sure did. Do you want your pepperoni whole or cut up? <laughs> Eat your pepperoni. Just take the stick. <laughs> what? A whole stick of pepperoni. Anyway. Oh. Sorry. Sorry. What are you doing with your wow. stick of pepperoni? How how did I turn out to be the voice of reason? (laughs) It is a wonder, isn't it, Kenny? Oh, gosh. (laughs) You will eat this crust, you little weasel. Right now. Yes. Oh, Oh. Papa Dom. Yeah. Uh, That's good. I'm glad we turned this around from being sad about Macy's and Pier One. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It is uh, 641. Happy New Year, everybody. Everybody, there are new listener rewards prizes. Get lit with a, a fi- <laughs> I'm sorry. Every time that commercial goes, I can't even. Uh, get lit with a $1,500 Lighting RX makeover from Southern Lights. Uh, and plus, we're giving away snowshoes and a state park pass, a Sky Zone gift card, tickets to movies, and more. To find out more about listener rewards, go to our website at mytalk1071.com. Back after these words. Welcome back, everybody. More uh, fun stories from Florida coming up in the 7. Right now, 646, Jason and Alexis in the morning on my Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Everything. Bye-bye, Pier 1. Um, I, have a, I have a just saying that's sort of connected to our trip, but it's a more general just saying. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. 
I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Time for just saying. You got something you want to say? I do. I do. I think <laughs> I uh, I do not understand. And I feel the same way about taxis. I do not understand why Ubers are so blankety blank expensive in Minneapolis, St. Paul. And I'm specifically talking about rides from the airport. Now, Dawn has now been with us, so she uh, can relate or uh, can back me up here. The ride from Orlando International to Walt Disney World, the area, is a, a substantial, it's a, about a half hour ride. It costs almost half of what Ubers typically cost from the airport to my house, which is in downtown Minneapolis, which is a substantially uh, less uh, ride. It's a, it's a shorter ride. Mm-hmm. And it's my, half of that. My Uber on Sunday night for the two of us to get back home was almost $50. It's crazy. Which just seems crazy to me. And it's consistently this. I don't care when I'm going. I don't know when I'm where, where I'm when I'm going, when I'm coming, what month, what day, what season, what time of day. No matter, I've been at the slow times at MSP, and I feel this way about taxis too in this in this area. They are just unbelievably expensive uh, on average, and I don't understand. Does anybody have an answer for me? I don't know what it is. I can tell you, like, the logical answer based on just how Uber and Lyft and those types of ride-sharing companies work. It's based on demand and supply. So, potentially, are you flying at times where there's a less a less populated pool of drivers? I have gone at every... I have gone through... I have, I have experienced this at various times. With with different with all types of configurations, I've been busy holiday travel seasons. I've been in the dead of the middle of January. Every time it is consistently, I'm I'm always blown away by how expensive airport rides are on the in the Ubers. Yeah, and, and especially cabs. Yeah, here's what I. Okay, I don't, this isn't going to address your expense issue, but here's why I would take an Uber over a taxi. And it's the dumbest reason in the world. And I would like taxi drivers to take note. I don't want to tell you how to get to my house. If I give you my address in this modern times, you can put it into your phone and it will tell you a map of turn right, turn left, exactly how to get to my house. I do not want to sit in the car and say, turn right, turn left, go here, on the next block, take a right. Don't you think that's weird that you have to do that in a taxi, but you don't have to do that in an Uber? Yes. I haven't been in a taxi for so long, I can't remember. A lot of times that's what's convenient at the airport because they're in a different spot. Yeah. And I just, I like, why can't you just put it into your phone like like an Uber would or, you know what I mean? Well, it's not well, hard. I w- I will also say is a wake up call is a little um, harsh and bitchy, but I will just a, a friendly, a friendly, friendly feedback. I'll call it one of the re- I would love to support the local um, t- 
taxi cab companies around here because I know that, you know, uh, they are suffering because of the uh, explosion in rideshare companies. Mm-hmm. I get it. This is a I- anytime a new technology comes, the old technology suffers. I mean, throughout history, you see it uh, when there's uh, when there's advancements. However, I got to tell you, the number one deterrent for me to not use taxis is every time I want to use a credit card. And look, a lot of people don't want to use cash. Every time I want to use a credit card, I shouldn't say every time. I don't like generality, so I shouldn't use one. A big chunk of the time, the driver acts like I am asking for his left arm. <laughs> or the machine's cool. I'm not, conveniently I'm not broken. It is I get I get a knot in my stomach when I have to inform the driver that I'm gonna use a card. It is like a big it is just it's they they may make me feel like I'm inconveniencing them, and I get it. There's fees and all of that stuff, but that's why I go to Uber. I'm not kidding because it is an easy transaction. It, it's the same as like Netflix. Are, right? It's in your phone. Yeah, yeah. I, I it's an easy. I get in and I get out with not with no exchange of money. Uh, that's I'm telling you. So taxi cab companies just to, and I don't think I'm alone on this, especially with younger folks who don't carry cash. They don't even know what a nickel is. Um, that is my number one deterrent where I go, Ooh, I don't know if I want to take a cab. I don't want to deal with this today. Cause I just want to use a card. It's a safety um, issue. I think kind of too, like for my mother-in-law who we put in an Uber on different occasions. Um, she doesn't want to be dealing with cash with the drivers. Yeah. Because she doesn't know them or she's uncomfortable or she's not comfortable being just dealing with cash, I guess. She's <laughs> 85, you know. I, I got it. We don't have time. But, Dawn, please remind, <laughs> please remind me. Maybe Colin will be up to help me. I've never told this story on the radio, but, Stefan, this reminded me. This is a story about Mama Haas, Colin, and myself at about 11 o'clock at night at the theme parks at Disney World. In this, Mama Haas's insistence on what car we should get into. I'll tell you that in, in just a second. I'll tell you that at the top of the seven. But You've got mail. A couple emails just came in. A possible answer for my, um, the beginning, the start of this conversation was kind of a just saying about, I have noticed that it is more expensive to travel from our airport using Uber than most cities our size or, or slightly larger. Um, I guess there are some fees that MSP charges. There is. Um, yep. Uber drivers that other airports might not. So what? that might be a reason. Yeah. I, I, I'm, that's, I, that's just airport wrote. fees and taxes. Yep. There is. I'm buddies. Yeah. I'm buddies with a gal that runs a uh, car service. She started as a taxi driver and she now owns a limo service and has drivers. And her name is Shay. Her company is Shay Cab or, or something like that. I just sent her a direct message, and she can come on with you and, and probably explain this if you want. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Seriously, I want. I do. Yeah, have her if she can. Sometime oh. like in the next hour. Okay, I'll call yeah. her during this next break. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Yeah, because sure. I, I, it really is. I, I was noticing it because the ride for Don Collin and myself from Orlando to our resort at Walt Disney World was around forty bucks. The ride from MSP. To the Matheson compound was fifty dollars, and it just when I got when I saw that I was like, "What?" It's yeah. just, and that's consistent. And again, you guys know I we we travel a lot, and so I I've had this at various times, and it just doesn't make any sense. But if there are exorbitant fees that MSP charges the drivers, then that makes a little more sense to me. 
and I heard that now I got another email too. So maybe that is what it is, but we'll hear from Kenny's friend. That could too. be the difference because those fees add up to probably about 10 bucks. Yeah. And then they have to pass it on mm-hmm. to the consumers and maybe mm-hmm. Orlando doesn't charge that kind, you know, maybe that airport or air, other airports I fly into, maybe they don't have such uh, huge fees for the drivers. I know there are some airports that still don't make it convenient for Uber drivers. They're not, as Oprah would say, they haven't gotten with the program. You got to follow what the consumers want, people. You can't be stubborn. I mean, Universal Studios, we were just there, too. I haven't even talked about that, I, the Hagrid ride that we went on. But anyway, Universal Studios was very, very um, stubborn in not being accommodating to rideshare Apps, And then they realized a big bulk of their consumers were coming to their park via Uber and Lyft. And they had to create a new system. And they just did. And it's wonderful. But if it's too much a pain in the butt. Yes. Yes. So 655, everybody. Speaking of the theme parks, don't forget to download the new episode of Two Fairy Godfathers. Uh, This one we recorded live at Walt Disney World. And it's about the much much buzzed about Rise of the Resistance. How do you get on it? Is it worth it? What's the best parts? Did Dawn and I cry? All of that will be answered. Download it right now, everybody. It's a good episode. We'll be back right after this. Beautiful day.